wholesaling is a fantastic tool to make a great amount of money, but wholesaling is also governed different in every state. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to ask you, do you have a strategy right now where you are getting leads that come into your inbox while you're sleeping? Do you have a strategy where you are optimized with both Google AdWords and SEO, search engine optimization? If not, then guess what? Today's your lucky day. We've got a free strategy session just for you, and it's with Dan Barrett. If you recognize his name, he was a guest on episode 565, and he is the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy and get a free strategy session to learn with him how to implement an online strategy for your market in both SEO and Google AdWords. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash strategy. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluff and we only talk about the best advice that moves your real estate investing business forward. This is also the world's longest running daily real estate podcast. And with us today, we have someone who has burst onto the wholesaling scene. How you doing? Cody Hoffine. Not too bad. Thanks, Joe, for having me on the show today. My pleasure. Nice to have you and looking forward to digging in to learn more about your wholesaling ventures and success and challenges. A little bit about Cody. He is the founder of Investor Grit and Utah Sell Now LLC. When were you introduced to wholesaling? I'd heard about it for a couple of years, but actually taking actual jump in motivation and jump in and start taking some action, May of 2015. Okay, cool. May of 2015. And he now collaborates with Tom Kroll. And if Tom Kroll's name sounds familiar, then that's because you're a loyal best ever listener. And he was on this show, episode 578, and I believe episode 395, had him on twice. Cody is in his first year of wholesaling. He did over $500,000 in assignments. And this year, he's on track to break a million dollars worth of assignments. He's based in Salt Lake City, Utah. And you can say hi to him at his website, InvestorGrit.com. With that being said, Cody, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. Kind of maybe tap in with some of your listeners. And I think we've all had a start somewhere. About 2010... I just got into insurance and I was thinking this is going to be great because I'm getting into a business that's going to be residual. And from there, I started spending 60, 80 hours a week building a book of business. At the end of the year, I had to look at my wife in the eyes and tell her all I brought home, even working that hard, was $19,000 my first year. That was it. And man, I was so, so, so like, what am I going to do? This is not enough. I kept pushing at it, kept grinding at it. And came upon, oh, be about a couple years later, I started going to uh, real estate investor associations and I wanted to just insure investors, get their insurance products up for their homes or rentals or cars. And I figured investors are going to be the best because they have multiple houses. So I went in there for selfish purposes and little did I know by sitting in those seats and paying for sponsor minutes to talk about insurance I started listening to these investors and it started intriguing me on, man, time after time, 
these individuals are wholesaling, these individuals are buying rentals, and it just intrigued me on how successful these individuals were. So that's when I just started getting more and more involved into the real estate side versus the selfish side of trying to insure these investors. I now started to look into uh, how can I get started? How can I get involved in real estate? And it wasn't until May of 2015 that I actually took action and did something about it. And then the rest is history. Let's talk about the $500,000 in assignments your first year of wholesaling. How much did you make in profit your first year? Make in profit the first year of that, I would say, because I like to reinvest a lot of it back into marketing and systems. So still, even with that being said, about 60% of it ends up being about profit. Okay. So over $250,000. I'm not smart enough to do 60% of 500, (laughs) but I am smart enough to slice that in half and say over $250,000 in profit your first year. Okay. We have to talk about that in detail because that's incredible. Your first year of wholesaling, you say that you made over $250,000. I mean, that's like something you'd hear on an infomercial or you'd see on the cover of a book. So Tell us all the details about that. Sure. It started with wanting to get involved. Here's the thing I didn't want to do. I didn't want to repeat what had taken place with my first, actually two years of insurance, where the first year was 19000 the second year was about twenty eight to 29000 And I just didn't want to repeat that. So I knew if I wanted to jump in, I wanted to jump in and learn from someone that was already doing it, that I could have them be my mentor and start right where they're at and just start moving forward versus reinvent the wheel and start from the beginning and just try and try and lose a lot of money. So I did. I started with a mentor, went that route, and it was the best decision of my life because How I ended up uh, – That was a $5,000 program that I purchased, okay. and it was up awesome. 5000 up front? Up front, yeah. In fact, I still remember. I put that on a credit card, and that credit card hangs on my wall because that $5,000 credit limit – is what has changed my life. So that credit card is now cashed out and and canceled, but that credit card actually hangs on my wall to look at how little it took to get involved with real estate. And yes, it was a jump, but uh, that five grand is what has helped me be who I am today with wholesaling. So that's how I got involved with Mentor. And what was nice is I was always looking for the mentor that was actually doing it as well, that also had a wholesaling business, was doing well in that. And I wanted someone that would give me step-by-step instruction versus here's a lot of education. And I think, Joe, you can agree with me on this. It ends up being when you get too much education, it can turn into like a cancer. It can turn into that analysis paralysis. And then ultimately you, you don't do any action at all. And so I wanted someone to be like, hey, today's day one. Here you go. Go do this. Today's day two. Okay, go do this. Today's day three. Go do this. And that's exactly what I found in my mentor was someone that said day by day, go out and do this. So it's small action items. But when you do those consistently, it ended up being like the secret sauce. Okay. Let's talk about those step-by-step action items that are done every single day from a not too high level, but obviously you can't walk us through every day, but just tell us the roadmap on how to do it. Because I want to make the title of this episode based on what you just said, how to make $250,000 in profit your first year in wholesaling. So because I want to make it that title, we've got to deliver on that. And so basically, I just want to hear how you did it. 
on a step-by-step basis to go from $0, it's your first year in wholesaling, to at the end of the year, you've made 250000 So with that being said, start by start with a granular approach. The best thing I can tell you to do is having your mindset be in the right place. What I mean by that is all of us students of that program that I bought, we start off with a book called The Four Spiritual Laws of Prosperity. There's another book called The Go-Giver. This one's specifically about tithing. So whether it's a Christian base, not important, but the fact of the matter is the more you give when you help individuals out, you end up getting this huge return on investment going out there and, and giving. So this book was all about like tithing, forgiving, and when I read this book, I was like, man, I love this. I love the concept. I love the fact that I can give X amount of percent to whether that you believe it to be a church, whether you believe it to be you're at dinner with your wife and you see a pregnant waitress serving you and you know she's only working so she can make an extra few dollars because the baby's about to be born and and you end up leaving a $1,000 tip and you walk out, whatever it may be, but that you have this abundance mindset. And so when you have a mindset of going out there to help individuals, it starts to roll over on how you should be wholesaling in the first place. Not once do I go in there to sell myself. I go in there to help others. So I replace that four-letter word sell, and I replace it with the four-letter word help. And when I have that mindset of how I can help individuals, the byproduct is you walk out of there with contracts. So that's kind of the first initial thing is that mindset, how powerful it is that you're here to help people. And then from there, it's starting with the end in mind. A lot of people will come up to me and say, Cody, how do I find my first deal? What is the best way to find my first deal? If you don't have the end in mind and already prepared, it doesn't matter how good a deal you find. If you don't have a cash buyer, when I say end in mind, if you don't have the end game lined up, if you don't have that cash buyer already ready, who cares how good of a deal you find? You won't be able to move it. And so the point is you've got to start with that cash buyers list, and that is the best way to start when getting into wholesaling is building up a massive cash buyers list so that you're able to sell those properties and do whatever you need to do so that you can make a profit on those properties that you put under contract. And so that's the number one way. I just did a video, a simple way, and we can even break that down if you wanted to see an easy step-by-step. Here's what you can do in two seconds to add 25 cash buyers to your list. Um, is let's that do it. Let's of, do it right now. Yeah, let's do it right now. All right, Joe, here we go. So here's what I would say to listeners out there would be the fastest way to put 25 cash buyers on your list today. You can do this. Get on Craigslist and you'll go to the rental section and look for the real estate section and then look at the for rent section. In there, there's going to be two different types of people renting. It'll be the actual homeowner that's renting their house, the landlord, or it'll be a property manager. And when you call the property manager, this is awesome because all you're going to do is tell them, hey, I am a local investor. I come across deeply discounted properties all the time. Do you have landlords and investors that you manage the properties currently that are looking to add more properties to their portfolio? And nine times out of 10, that property manager is going to say yes. And the reason why is because if you can push that property to the property manager and then the property manager can push it out to his investors, he himself just picked up another home that he can then manage. So he's building his portfolio in turn as well as a property manager. And so that's one easy way by finding one property manager, you might get 80 cash buyers potentially just from that one phone call that you're going to push your properties over to him. He's going to push them out to his buyers and then from there make a connection. 
if you don't go that route and call the property manager, let's say you call the actual person that is the landlord of that property. I do this in two different ways. I'll call them and I'll first talk about the property. Hey, I'm out in front of your house right here in 123 Main Street. Is this still for rent? Oh, yeah, so right in between tenants. Okay, well, I'm looking for a property in this area. Are you interested at all in selling this property? And just sit there and listen. He's in between tenants, so there's a chance that he might be frustrated with what maybe the last tenants just barely did to his property. Maybe they just dumped concrete down the toilets or whatever it may be. So you might be able to get a deal that way. If not, and he says, oh, you know what? I actually like this rental, not looking to sell it. It does a great job for me. I love it. At that point, you can turn the conversation and say, well, I am a local investor. I come across deeply discounted properties all the time. Are you looking to add more rentals to your portfolio? And nine times out of 10, these landlords will say, absolutely, let me know about it. Get their name, their number, their email address, and it's as easy as that. It is as easy as that. That's a no-brainer. So we've now got the buyer's list. And thank you for diving in deep in one area. I really appreciate that. And absolutely. I know the best ever listeners got a lot of value from that, as did I. Now let's go a little bit higher level. I've been writing down the steps as you mentioned them. So first, you've got to have the right mindset. And that has to do with start by helping people, having that focus and giving. Then have the end in mind. So make sure that you have a cash buyer's list. So it sounds like once you have the right mindset, the second thing is you need to build a cash buyer's list. And you just gave us a very practical tip for how to get the cash buyer's list started. Now what? Now there's a couple things that I would suggest along the way. Anything you learn from podcast, anything you learn from people that are coaching in the industry, people that are putting videos all over YouTube, this is all great content. The one thing that you want to make sure you always do, and I recommend this to everyone, is wholesaling is a fantastic tool to make a great amount of money, but wholesaling is also governed different in every state. Would you agree, Joe, on that statement? Uh, yeah. Real estate in general, the way you sell a house in Southern California is different than the way you sell a house in Northern California. So even within states, real estate's governed completely different. So I would always say when you're doing wholesaling, wholesaling is perfectly legal. The one thing you want to make sure you do is that you wholesale the way that your state would have you wholesale. So get with a referred real estate attorney that knows how to let you know what that state wants you to do as a wholesaler, how to wholesale property. So that's another thing to keep in mind so that you're always doing it right. Because that's the biggest thing about any industry out there is you just want to make sure you're doing it correctly. From there, you're going to go and look for, you need to interview title companies. So why a title company? Ultimately, I don't want to do the closings. I can't do the closings. And so I want to get with a title company and I have interview questions that I always have when I go to a title company to make sure that they are going to be a fit. Not all title companies are created equal. Some are investor friendly. Some are just traditional real estate friendly. And so you want to make sure that they can do the deals the way that you need to have them done. And it's very important that you have a great title company on your side. So you're, what, what you're, specifically are you looking for? You're working with people that if your state allows you to do like a traditional assignment where you put a home under contract and then you assign that contract for a fee, you want to make sure you're working with a title company that understands how that structure is going to work. Is it going to be a double close? Is it going to be a simultaneous close? Is it just going to be an assignment of the agreement and then title's going to take care of it on the HUD statement? So you just want to make sure that they're understanding because if they're allowed to just assign a contract, then you want to make sure the title company understands how to do that process. 
Some okay. states, it might be that you have to double close on it. You actually have to close on the property and then turn around and sell the property. So you just want to make sure your title company's understanding of how you're going to do that process and that they are capable and able to do exactly how you need to have it done. Does that make sense, I guess? <laughs> yeah, 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 that does make sense. So now that you've built a buyer's list, then you get the title company and other team members, I imagine, right? Correct. And at this point, you still haven't started looking for deals. You've gotten all these preliminary steps before you actually look for deals. Is that correct? Correct. That way, when you do find the deal, it goes through smoothly. Now, this step-by-step instruction that I received when I was starting, it was about a 45-day online training with modules day by day. And it wasn't until like day 15, 16, 17 that I actually started learning about different mail pieces, mailing lists to buy from listsource.com. So yeah, I was already building up the foundation to make sure that you're running on a foundation built on rock and not on spaghetti, right? You want to make sure you have a sure foundation ready to move forward when you're doing this wholesaling game. You want to make sure everything's all lined up. When you find your first deal, everything is already in place to make sure that that deal closes. Okay. Yeah. Your team members, in addition to title company, a really quick, who else do you need to have on the team before you start looking at your first deal? I do love a good real estate attorney because a lot of times a real estate attorney is also tied to a really good title company as well. So that's another win-win right there. From there, it is just going into the actual list. Now, team-wise, depending on what you want to do, at the beginning stages is me wearing all of the hats. But ultimately, yeah, you're going to start hiring out team on your actual wholesaling team. But at the beginning, I wouldn't even recommend doing that. Just get out there and learn these things. Get that foundation set up, and then from there, you are going to start finding the deals. And you do that, first and foremost, how I learned was from direct mail marketing. That was my number one channel to start with. And since then, I have do a lot more than that, but that's where I started personally was direct mail marketing. Do you do coaching? I do, yes. Okay, outside of your coaching clients' leads... What is your most effective referral method for deals? What is my most effective referral where people are just referring it to me? What is the most effective tactic that you employ to get leads? I would definitely say direct mail marketing. Now we have something going right now that is giving it a run for its money though. So direct mail marketing has been my lifeblood of my wholesaling business. With that being said, the last two or three months though, it has actually been a different marketing channel that is actually starting to uh, take a lot of massive okay. success, it? and that is Facebook. Okay. What are you doing? So Facebook, good question. As step-by-step, step, what I do, all I do is I hire it out, but I have a great guy that I hired out to do it, but he puts ads out there, and he can target and get so niche. So what's beautiful about Facebook is – you can ultimately do, let's say you have your CRM, let's say you have Podio and you have 2,000 lead sources in there. You can ultimately get those lead sources and essentially what the Facebook guys can do is send those lead sources, their emails over to Facebook and say, okay, pull their accounts up and now the Facebook guy can't see this, but Facebook can. And so Facebook pulls it up and they do like an auto sift type thing saying, okay, they start sifting through and they say they have these five characteristics. All of them have these five characteristics in common. Now you have what's called a lookalike audience. Now I'm not the actual person doing this. So my terms might not be exactly, but in just, I hope I'm explaining exactly how my guy does this. So essentially, you have a lookalike audience, and now you can tell Facebook, hey, I want my ad, whether that's an ad with a picture of a home, whatever, saying we pay K 
cash, we're a fair offer, we buy homes in the state of Utah, whatever that message is, he can now say, okay, I want this ad to go out to everyone. You can say in the state of Utah, you can say specifically in the zip code of 84123 or specifically in Salt Lake County or specifically in Utah County. Essentially, you can tell Facebook, I want my ad that anyone that has those five characteristics that they see my ad right when they turn on Facebook tomorrow. Does that make sense? Yep. So you can get super, super niche with Facebook. You're now out there looking for them versus hopefully a direct mail piece nailing a motivated seller and then they call you. Now you're actually targeting them and hunting them, which is kind of cool. Who do you use for that Facebook advertising? That's a gentleman by the name of Kylie Newbold. He's with, I believe it's called Silver Street Marketing and it's silverstreetmarketing.com is his website. But this guy is an absolute beast when it comes to Facebook. He built a company, majority of it coming from Facebook. There was a little startup company in Utah and he worked for this company and he told them, hey, we really should be targeting people on Facebook. And so he started doing this marketing for this company and ultimately this company is now worth $70 million. And I would say 80 to 90% of what made this business a $70 million business is because of Facebook. Got it. And I see on their website, they have your website linked in there. So do you have an official partnership with them? No, he's just a third party guy, but he does give our students a substantial discount for sure. Got it. Okay. So now that we talked about finding the deals, is there anything as it relates to the higher level blueprint of how to make $250,000 profit for your first year in wholesaling that you need to mention to tie this all together? Sure. Here is the biggest secret. Everyone is always, wholesaling is simple. If there's anything complicated about wholesaling, it's the wholesaler. It's the investor. With that being said, it can be as easy as just remembering your relationships. When I call you, Joe, and I talk to you, we'll talk on a friend basis. I'm not going to sit here and sell you on this, sell you on that. When I go to my seller's house, one thing that will help everyone that's listening today, like the biggest secret to wholesaling is remember wholesaling is a people business. It's a relationship business. And what I mean by that is these individuals are reaching out to you for a reason. They're reaching out to you to that little postcard that you sent saying, hey, we can buy your house cash. Now, every one of us knows 20, 30, 40 realtors, but why did they call on this postcard or why did they call on this door hanger, the bandit sign that's posted to a big old telephone pole in their city? Why did they call on that? There's a reason. You got to find that out. And instead of selling yourself and going out to those appointments and saying, hey, I close fast and I can close on Wednesday and I'm the best guy and this is why you should use me. Those appointments are going to be based on just numbers. The highest bidder is going to win. But if you can take a different approach and not sell yourself, but truly help those individuals, take, for instance, if you had your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, if they personally called you today and said, hey, I just got out of a doctor's appointment and they just told me I have cancer. Now, am I already going to start thinking, oh, well, what are you going to do with your home? Because I know I can make a good $20,000 off this home. Right. Heck no, right? I'm going to be like, can we go to lunch? Let's go talk. How can I help you? How are your kids with this? How's your wife with this? How are things going? Is there anything I could be doing? Can I come over and mow your lawn this week while you and your wife go out to dinner? I mean, that's how you're going to treat this relationship. Same exact thing. These individuals are calling you, and it could be because they're behind on taxes. It could be 
that that person just got noticed that they have cancer. It could be anything, right? Are you, you going? Have you had that happen where you called and someone said they had cancer? Absolutely. That's a specific example. That what did you do? Did you go have lunch with them? I did not. This specific guy. What I did though is I go to his house. This guy had uh, brain cancer. He had no family. He had no heirs. He had nothing. That's just him. Um, he just wanted cash to to live the rest of his days, um, knowing that he's taken care of. And then when he dies, that he was he was not going to have to worry about what the city did or what the state did with the home. He ultimately was just preparing for what the what the inevitable was going to happen. So I sat with him in his in his home. And here is the biggest, like, like I say, getting back to that secret is I always sit down and my team always sits down with the seller for a minimum of 30 minutes and talk about them, listen to them. And I always tell people, God gave you two ears and one mouth. Use it proportionately. Sit down on that couch and just start listening. And sometimes sellers will try to speed things up. They'll try to just push you around in the home say, okay, let's start over here at the master bathroom or, hey, let's look over here in, in the kitchen. And I'll slow them down. I'll, I'll start pointing things in the house. Maybe they have a little dog. And I'll say, hey, that's a nice-looking dog. Is that a Chinese pug? Oh, that's cool. We had one of those growing up. Can I pet them? We start talking. And then, okay, let's go downstairs, and I want to show you this. And I'll slow them down for 30 minutes. I want them to understand that they can trust Cody because people do business with people they trust and I will slow him down. Hey, that's a beautiful picture. It looks like you were married at the uh, – looks like that's a picture over in, in Moab at Arches National Park. I'm saying something that resembles Utah. But uh, whatever it may be, right, that I'm slowing them down and then, oh, my goodness, I love the backyard. It looks like uh, uh, you, you have plenty of space to do cool barbecues with the family. Like I look at that swing in the, in the background. I have a little six-year-old that just absolutely loves to swing. That would be like the perfect swing for her is swinging under that big old tree over there. And whatever it may be, that they can see that Cody is a, is a good guy. He's a loving guy, a kind guy, and ultimately a guy that they can trust and do business with. Once I've established that 30 minutes, from there it's really easy. Once I've established of just talking to them and helping them, it starts to be such an easy conversation versus how much you can offer me, how much you can offer me. It's no longer that anymore. It's now a friend basis. It's now you talking with them in a completely different way that the other investors are going to fail to do nine times out of ten. And now it's not even about the highest price. Now it's just being the person that they can trust because people do business with people that they trust. And then they'll, you'll walk out of there nine times out of ten with a contract in your hand even if you're not the highest offer. Ah, phenomenal stuff. Thank you for walking us through that. What's your best real estate investing advice ever? Best real estate advice ever. I would always have an abundant mindset in any business that you do, and especially for wholesaling. One thing I always love to do is see how I can help individuals in my community. A specific deal that just took place. This was, oh, the home that we purchased was about two or three months ago. And they had a child that was just graduating high school. I said, so what's the plans? Like, you're graduated. Like, you're the big guy now. What are you going to go out and do? He was going to go serve a two-year mission for the church. I loved that. I thought, man, here's this 18-year-old kid already thinking about going out and doing service. And so my instant reaction was, how can I help this individual? I know they're already hurting for money because this home was just in such bad shape. Probably one of the worst homes I've ever seen. And... Ultimately, I said, when do you head out on your mission? He leaves in about a week now. A couple weeks ago, he calls me and he says, 
hey, Cody, I remember you saying that you might be able to help me out a little bit with my mission. I said, absolutely. Let's go over and we have a store called Mr. Max. And I ended up buying a couple suits for the guy. I bought him eight shirts and some ties and the belts and some shoes so that he could go serve this LDS mission. And I absolutely love in any way that I can helping out individuals. That's just one way. But ultimately, I feel like I've been blessed enough that this money was never mine anyways. How it's used to just help other people that are around us. And that has been my best practice. The more I help others and I look with my mindset of helping others, I truly do believe that that's my belief system is why I'm able to find 10 wholesale deals a month up to 15 wholesale deals a month is because my mindset is helping people, helping individuals, and then maybe even going a step further and helping them with their suits and everything else that might be serving a mission or whatever it may be. You ready for the best ever lightning round? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Are you a real estate investor and you're trying to do it all yourself? Then you got to stop the insanity, my friend, and go hire virtually. Virtual Office VA is a U.S.-based and trained real estate virtual assistant company. They can free up your time. You can go to their website, learn what they're all about, and go sign up for a virtual assistant. Go to virtualofficeva.com. That's virtualofficeva.com. Best ever book you've read? It would have to be The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. Best ever personal growth experience? What would you learn from it? Um, Best ever growth experience would be that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Started with that insurance. And even though I made 19000 in everyone's mind, including my own for a while, looking at that as a failure, realizing that that was probably my best moment ever in my life. During that year of only making 19000 me and my wife's relationship was incredibly, incredibly fortified and made strong. We would go on, instead of extravagant date nights, it was, hey, we're going to go hold hands and go walk in the park. Or we went and got like a cheap, I don't know if Arctic Circle's where you're at, but there's a cheap little Arctic Circle and you get like a 75 cent ice cream cone. We thought in different ways. It was no longer about money. It was now about really enjoying each other, me and my wife and my kids, our relationship was so much stronger because we didn't have money to go out and enjoy the things that typically what you could go enjoy when when you have money. And so I'd say that was my biggest growth experience was knowing that it doesn't take money to be happy. It was 19,000 I made that year. I don't know how I did it. I don't know how I made ends meet, but I do remember one thing. The relationships around me were made a lot stronger because of that moment. Best ever deal you've done. Best ever deal I've done, this was done by a Facebook deal, in fact. So we put this home under contract. We ended up purchasing it, and we did what's called wholetailing. So instead of just wholesaling the property, we actually purchased the home, and then it was already in great shape. These people had to be out in two weeks. So real estate transaction, like with a realtor, was already out of the option because it wouldn't be able to close that quick. We ended up purchasing the home. It was already a great shape home. We ended up having a staging company come in and put some basic furniture in there so people could see the vision of what this home could be when they move into it. And we put it back on the MLS and about, oh, I'd say 55 days later, it was closed and we made a profit of 73135 and 35 cents. Best ever way you like to give back? Best ever way I like to give back, that goes back to kind of that story with that family where I was able to help that individual 
There's so many people around here in my community. There's kids that like scouts. They'll go and deliver door hangers, but I will pay them good to where they can go on their scout camps or they can go on their missions. People come and mow my lawn so they can go on high school prom night. So that's the best way. What's the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? Whew, biggest mistake I've made in real estate. Um, man, I'm going to have to go back to when I first started. I read this book to have the right mindset. I was still going in there and making a ton of mistakes where I would just sell why they should use me, why they should use me. I can close quick and I know, but so can this guy, but I can close quicker, like just selling me, <laughs> selling me, selling me, selling me and why they shouldn't use a realtor and why this and why this and never once listening to them and helping them. I had one specific deal that I did this on. I went in there and I just sold why I'm the bomb.com. And a gentleman right after me goes in there, walks out of the contract. I call the seller the next day. He says, no, I actually sold. I'm like, wait, I thought I was in the running for this. And he's like, no, this guy came in and he really took care of my needs. And ultimately, I knew who this gentleman was. I spoke to him a few months down the road and he's all, Cody, I don't do this to rub in, but maybe it'll be a good learning experience. He says, that deal paid me $35,000. And I was like, oh, <laughs> because I so focused on me, 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 and not them, 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 I missed out on an opportunity that could have paid me $35,000 ultimately. What's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? You can reach me at investorgrit.com. That's investorgrit.com. Definitely friend me on Facebook. You're more than welcome to do that. Personal message me. I love talking to individuals and helping them out. So that is the two best ways. Reach me on Cody Hoffine on Facebook and then also investorgrit.com. Well, you've given many, many insightful and practical tips for us to implement from a higher level, how you made 250K profit first year of your business, wholesaling. This is what you did. Get the mentor, then have the right mentality then build your cash buyers list. You gave the example or ways to build a cash buyers list. Make sure you have the right team members, then do some marketing. And your tip of, I call it slow your roll, the 30-minute rule that you have where you just kind of slow your roll, don't try and rush into things, get to know the seller, and don't compete based on transaction price but rather get to know what their needs are. And it sounds so freaking cliche, but it's true. You get to know them and you build a relationship with them. And I know every best ever listener has heard something like that, but that's what's working. And that's quite frankly, a more fulfilling way to do business as well. And it's a way to build relationships versus being in the business of doing transactions. So thanks for reinforcing that and giving a lot of really good practical tips along the way. Grateful that you're on the show and hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe. Are you a real estate investor and you're trying to do it all yourself? Then you got to stop the insanity, my friend, and go hire virtually. Virtual Office VA is a US-based and trained real estate virtual assistant company. They can free up your time. You can go to their website, learn what they're all about, and go sign up for a virtual assistant. Go to virtualofficeva.com. That's virtualofficeva.com.